Welcome to the Chicago Golf Tour Podcast, sponsored by Sub70 Golf. Sub70 Golf is the number one direct-to-consumer golf equipment company based out of Sycamore, Illinois. By cutting out middlemen and unnecessary overhead, Sub70 products are roughly half the cost of other OEMs. Everything is custom-built, and they typically have one- to two-week turnaround times. With a full equipment line from driver through putter and options for everyone, go check out Sub70 Golf at GolfSub70.com. All right, folks, welcome back. We are back and we are on a roll, Rob. How you doing? Good at yourself, Tom. Good, man. How about that farmer's insurance tournament? Did you enjoy the Wednesday to Saturday? Loved it. Yeah. I'll be honest with you, though. On Saturday, it was like I was watching and I had some of the Sunday scaries because I thought it was Sunday at first. Same. And and Sunday, like around 1 o'clock, I was like, oh, man, golf's on. And then I'm like, oh, no, it's not. So, well, yeah, there was um, the same thing. But when I turned on the Golf Channel, I got to watch Daniel King. I was hoping she would go two for two, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, you know what I loved about it is that I didn't get the Sunday scaries. And, like, so I wasn't drinking at the time. But give me Wednesday through Saturday – I'll, I'll take that new format. I absolutely love it. Yeah, especially like, you know, I, I think uh, Andy and them on the shotgun, they mentioned this morning about, like, think about doing that for, like, Hawaii. Then you could be completely prime time and everything like that. So Makes sense. Um, and, you know, that gives us essentially a, a shorter work week in so many words because we got the tournament on Wednesday. Right. And, um, yeah, I love it. I think it would be awesome. I think like during the summertime, that would be unbelievable to have, you know, the final day on. Sure. On set, especially like majors. It would be, it would be insane. I can't believe how dark it was though. Like if they tied that hole, I think they were going to have to wait till Sunday. I thought it, they said it was, it was nuts. They did. Um, and then obviously, you know, you get the people who are always like, you know, the cameras don't do justice. Like it's weird. Right. And then you see the pictures, you're like, holy shit. Yeah. So yeah, no, it was it was good. I, I enjoyed it. I was I was happy to see uh Jason Day play good. I was kind of rooting for him. Um I do like Will. That was kind of heartbreaking, but the putting was it just like you can relate, right? Because us as amateurs are like, you know, we have sometimes missed those putts or a lot of times we missed those putts but man that was i did feel bad for him i mean so let's let's jump into it so the farmers is the farmer does it for me um it's probably up there in my top i don't know what i ranked it earlier on in the podcast i think we've we've done this before Mm -hmm. i think it's definitely in my top like five tournaments yeah, like, I mean regular tournaments, not majors. Um, for whatever reason, I think the I think eighteen, the par five, I think does it. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. The finish there is always insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just the course setup. It's just it's a great the tournament. Course, the course looked beautiful. It was yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um, but to your point, so I thought after Thursday, I thought Rombo was going to win by eight shots. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. I was on fire. And then, oh. um, yeah, Sunday was awesome. I mean, it was another, 
you know, back Saturday. Yeah. Or Saturday. (laughs) There you go. Saturday was another like back nine thriller where you had eight guys within two shots. Yeah. Then after uh, JD hold out on what, like 12, I'm like, let's go. Yeah. That was awesome. Um, And he, and he was fired up and it was like, you know, we tweeted about it. it. It was super cool to see him back in contention and like, you know, fired up again. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't think Saturday could have went any better. And then you got, you know, Will trying to get his first win and, mm. you know, you got Luke list sitting on the range for two hours, two hours. Insanity. I mean, how long do you think you could sit on the range? You're a big range guy. That was, that was nuts. I'm not a post range guy. <laughs> You know, especially when you're you're worried about somebody coming in and tying you, like that's that's crazy. Right. But, um, yeah, I I thought I thought Will had that putt in regulation on 18. I thought that was going in. Mm-hmm. He even said he thought it was going in. And he just pulled it. Um, and then yeah, I mean, you got to come out after a two hour wait. Yeah, he was hitting some shots, but like, you know, Will just came off of playing, so. Mm-hmm. I can't believe he blew it that far right uh, off the tee. And it was crazy how they were like within two. And right next to it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I thought that was funny when he was trying to uh, rake the uh, sand too. <laughs> the official? Mm-hmm. No, no, the cat. Yeah. Yeah. And he was like, and every and the crowd was going nuts going, oh. <laughs> yeah. And then, I mean, the shot of a tournament besides JD's, you know, uh, chip in was, dude, Lucas, his wedge into 18 was insane. That was pure. That was, that was a pretty, that was very pretty. So good. So good. And um, Faldo was calling it all day. He's like, you got to be at one o'clock, you know, for the, the slope of the green. Sure. So yeah. it was so pretty. Um, but yeah, I mean, what a feeling that has got to be just knowing you have a, a tap in and then you got to put all the pressure on, you know, will to, to make that putt. So well, his, I mean, his reaction afterwards, like, you know, when he won was awesome too, with his family. That's always cool to see. Super cool. Yeah. He, uh, what his daughter pretty much steal the show. Um, yeah. Waving about the, getting the trophy. Right. So farmers super good. Um, definitely has moved. I don't know how it ever wasn't in my, in my top. Uh, maybe it was, but it's for sure a, a must-watch tournament, I would say. Yeah, it was also good to see Ricky after day one shooting low. So, Yeah, poor Ricky. Besides, besides my boy Spieth breaking his uh, streak of 20 made cuts. Yeah, he only had, what, 102 to go to tie Tiger? <laughs> right. There's another banana stat. Right. Did you see – so not only Ricky – your boy Shank, did you see him? Did you see what he oh. did the last two rounds? Like a seventy-five and a seventy-eight. He went from like in contention to falling off the face of the, the earth. Wow. Yeah, I didn't see that. Yeah, weren't you talking about him last last uh, tournament? That S C H E N K Shank or Shank. No, can't remember. I can't remember to be honest yeah. with you. Well, he was like, you know, one or two off the lead after Friday, and then, mm-hmm. yeah, boy, did he uh, fall off. 
pretty quick. Um, yeah, no, it was it it was enjoyable to be able to watch it on Wednesday. It made the you know work week a little bit faster, but I did. I would agree with you that you know to have it more Wednesday to Saturday would be awesome. Super awesome. Speaking of shitting the bed, did you see who else shit the bed? <laughs> no, Rory. Oh yeah, I saw that that three wood. That was pretty bad. Yeah, that, I mean that's not that wasn't even close. Like that's not even that's crazy. Him in contention is usually like, you know, that guy feeds off that shit, and for him to kind of pull that is like, or to spray that is kind of like, what's going on with that guy? A tracer was like straight banana. Yeah, but then again, you get a a good winner out of you know Victor Hovland, and yeah, I mean that guy's another young guy who is just like his sense of humor and his likability is just like infectious. Like he's just all, I love all the, the gifts um, where he's like high. He basically yeah. high all the time. Um, yeah. He moved up to what three now too, right. In the world ranking. Yeah, something like that. Speaking of age, I seen a tweet maybe by your, your boy, uh, Gray, is it Brandon? Justin, Gray? Justin, Ray? Justin Ray. Yeah. yeah, maybe it's him, or maybe it was uh, somebody else. Anyways, uh, they did. They broke down like the top thirty players in the world, like by mm-hmm. and the, yeah. average, the average age is like twenty seven point four. Yeah, so it's kind of funny. You see, like thirty seven, thirty nine, then you jump to <laughs> right. So golf is in a in a good spot in terms of mm-hmm. you know quality of, of young players so yeah farmers was awesome um so we got uh let's see what's next week or this week at&t right yes at&t and what a bonehead i have so i think i told you this well i did tell you this when we talked about christmas presents yes right i have a, t- I have a ticket to saturday um obviously i'm not going because we have the golf show, but right. the golf show at Tinley Park, that is. Um, but like all of this kind of came like last minute. So I didn't even realize it until a couple weeks ago. And then I contemplated like just going out there for Saturday, which mm-hmm. then bananas. But I don't know. So if there's any listeners who are, gonna be out that way um got a ticket for you i don't know we'll 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 try to raffle it on you know one of our our social channels or you know maybe give it to uh ryan french i'm sure he could find somebody out there to that's true because he's out there with with mark baldwin uh yeah what an awesome story that is dude that kind the the pictures they've been posting crazy on twitter did you see what Ryan put up today about, you know, basically receiving exemption? Like, what would it cost in Greensfield? Oh, for all the roads. Yeah. Six grand, over six grand. Yeah. Just in Greensfield. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think he actually did put in um, a couple nights staying there because, you know, you're supposed to stay on the grounds when you're at Pebble in order to play. So I think that was factored in, but still, I mean, 
six grand's bananas for whatever, five, six rounds or whatever they played total. Mm -hmm. Um, Speaking of him, their new, their new podcast dropped today or their new episode of the grind, which if, if you guys aren't familiar with, so Ryan French money qualifier is with the fire pit collection. They're coming out with a new series called the grind. Basically they're documenting the lives of these golfers that are on, you know, um, the corn Ferry tour don't have status on the developmental tour. Um, not only their games, but their livelihoods. So, you know, they're getting their families involved, what it's like, you know, from the spouse's perspective and, you know, I'm sure they're going to, they're actually staying with these players for X amount of days. Mm-hmm. It's all being documented. So that's going to be huge. Nobody's ever done um, anything like this. And, and seeing what fire pit has done recently, um, I can only assume it's going to be outstanding. So that's going to be super cool to see. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. The production of even the, the teaser trailer looked great. So, yeah, it's, you know, what I compare it to is like, do you know what's the Netflix series on like that high school football team? Oh, is it last chance you or whatever it is? Yeah. It, it's pretty much that for, for golf. Mm. That's kind of what it reminded me of. Um, speaking of, I don't know where this came from. This is way out of left field. We need big break back. Oh dude. I love big break. Was that awesome. was awesome. That was awesome in the beginning of COVID when they brought it back every Monday. Dude, it was on like 24-7 for like mm-hmm. six months. Oh, man. I love Big Break. Yeah. Um, definitely need that back. I mean, Tony Fina. Yeah. He he was also like, what, 110 pounds skinnier at that point? Right. Him and his, I think it was him and his brother. Brother, yeah. Um, but no, we have another phenomenal episode. Uh, we're talking events today, Rob. Yeah, we are. 2022 events. And boy, do we have a big one to start off the season. So we, yeah, I'm pretty pumped for the first one. Yeah, we dropped a little bit of info on the first one, but we've been pretty hush hush about it here on the podcast. We, we kind of wanted to break it to you guys this way. That way we can get a little bit more in depth about it. Um, we did mention it in the email that went out a couple weeks ago in terms of like what's new in 22, uh, what's new in 2022. And that is the season kickoff. So this kind of, let's rewind. So a lot of the feedback that we got last year after the Ryder Cup from guys playing that was, hey, this was outstanding. It was unbelievable. The camaraderie, everything about it was super cool. You know, the, right. the team polos, all of that. And a lot of guys said, hey, I wish we could do something like this in the beginning of the year because a lot of the guys that I met at the Ryder Cup, I would have loved to play with them, you know, all year round. We also had it in the survey, too. Quite a few people said about a season kickoff. So, right. So here you go. This is mm-hmm. going to be it's going to be massive. So we're doing it. We're doing it on Master Saturday, which is another huge draw. Um we will be out at Silver Lakes Country Club in the southwest suburbs, and we are doing a par three shootout plus an 18-hole scramble. You could choose whichever one you want to play in. Obviously, mm-hmm. the, uh, the par three shootout is going to be limited 
as of right now, we're thinking uh, 16 two-man teams match play. So that would be 32 guys, double elimination, whether that's four ball or not, that's to be determined. But that's going to be the par three shootout, which is going to be insane. And then we, we're going to have an 18-hole scramble going on either the north or the south course. At while the same the par- time? Yeah, at the same time. So the plan is everybody is – we're hoping everybody's going to be done around, you know, 2, 2.30. Everybody heads to the clubhouse. We have a two-hour drink-and-eat deal in the clubhouse. That way we can catch, like, the last two hours of the Masters. Yeah. So <clears throat> that Saturday – excuse me, that Saturday is going to be – it's going to be bonkers. Um, I mean, that that's Christmas weekend for us, man. Literally. So my birthday is the following day. So I'm going to tie one on. Wait, wait. Your birthday is Master Sunday? It's Master Sunday, baby. Oh, my God. You, you never knew this? I did not. Really? Yeah. April 10th. It's, wow. It's literally, yeah. It's, it's the best weekend. It's like, you're in awe right now, aren't you? Oh, this got to be like the best weekend ever. It is. It's unbelievable. Um, we usually have, I usually host a master's party here, like Mm -hmm. in the garage. That's going to have to be, uh, maybe we'll do it Sunday for the, why wouldn't you? Yeah. Well, actually, no, we do. We, we do do it on Sunday. So I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, so you, you literally have, you know, 72 hour celebration. Yeah, pretty much. And then, um, yeah, I usually take off that Monday. So got it. Yeah. Masters Masters weekend for me is like, you know, it's right up there. Well, not even right up there. It's my number one. I was gonna say it's it's gotta be at the top of the hill. I mean the mountain. It is. And then you, you know, you got Fourth of July, you know, Memorial Day, pretty much anything in the summer where there's just you know, lots of festivities, lots of sports. Um Anyways, getting back to the event. So, Master Saturday, par three shootout, 18 hole scramble, season kickoff. We're going to have, you know, um, swag there for you guys to purchase, you know, prior to the season so that you could rock that all season. Come out, meet all the guys. And this isn't, this isn't just like tour specific. This is CGT. That's for the whole. Yeah, this is the whole, whole shebang. The whole network. Yep. So, you know, if you if you got guys that are maybe on the fence, bring them with. Have them meet everybody that's you know in the CGT. Let them get a feel for it, and you know, let them make their uh, decision based on that. I mean, it's going to be a hell of a day. I mean, what, could, what can you ask for more? Nothing. I mean, Master Saturday golfing, and get the watch coverage afterwards. Right. So. The par three shootout, like I said, is going to be uh, 16 two-man teams, blind draw, match play, um, whether it's four ball, to be determined, trying to figure out the best the best route for that. But if you guys haven't played Rolling Hills, which is the par three course at Silver Lakes, it's a gem. It's one is of them. It, oh, yeah. It, uh, I'll, I'll probably go out there by myself at least once a year i've gone multiple times but if i'm in that zone so like stony stony creek over here it's a dump 
you know, right. you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's a whatever, but like, that's a short little course where I'll go, you know, to kind of dial in my, my wedges and irons. Mm-hmm. And it's nice to be able to do that or, or have that ability to like, you know, not have to hit driver all the time and, and kind of work on, you know, certain things. Rolling Hills is that, but it's also like just a fun part three, like basically every tee box is elevated. Okay. Um, and it's exactly what it sounds like rolling hills. So you're, you know, you're constantly up and down, you know, there's, there's some limbs you got to deal with. Like, it's just a really good, fun little par three course. So we're super excited for that. We'll have a bunch more uh, planned for that day. Our sponsor um, sub 70 will most likely be out there. So guys looking to demo their clubs. We're just trying to make this day, you know, the season kickoff, uh, you know, a hell of a start to the season that way. Like I said, all of you guys are able to meet other guys. Obviously I'm, I'm sure you'll probably know some people there, but you know, come out and, and meet the gang and, you know, let's, let's start the season off the right way. Yeah. It's uh, I can't wait for it. Yeah. And then, so besides, you know, our in-season events, you know, like our majors, our regular events, stuff like that, we're going to have one other um, CGT wide event, and that is going to be the mid-season scramble. That's going to be July 23rd, and the course is actually still to be determined. But put that on the calendar. That's going to be more of a traditional scramble, um, four-man scramble. You know, that's going to be choose your own team. There's not going to be any kind of restrictions to mm-hmm. – you know, who can come out. Obviously we're going to open it up to CGT guys and hopefully fill it with CGT guys. But for some reason, if we're not able to, then it'll just be open to whoever. Um, so that's the mid season scramble. And then, you know, you have our, our championships, obviously, which have been pushed back. Well, every, everything has been pushed back in the season, but so I think the South side ends the 24th, North side is like the eighth and North and West side are both the eighth. Um, and then we have our Ryder cup, which is the 15th, October 15th. So that's essentially the event schedule for the year. Um, plus we have our scratch events, which yes. I don't know if we've talked about this a whole lot, the scratch series. I think we mentioned it last episode, maybe, but, yeah, we just touched on it. Yeah, Scratch Series is going to be probably the next biggest thing um, next to the, the Chicago Golf Tour. Um, Rob and I have talked about it for a long time. That's kind of why we brought in some other help um, to look at it from a different perspective and then ultimately to be able to offer to a market that is really kind of untapped, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the Scratch Series is is going to be next level. Um, not only is it going to be the best AMs in the state, you know, we would we would hope that you know we can get some some galleries at this thing, you know, some uh, people in attendance. I mean, you're talking about the best AMs, literally in the state. Um, the plan for this is to start pulling 
from different states in the Midwest in the next two to three years. So we hope Chicago is going to be this big satellite, um, although we're not, you know, qualifying them into anything. We're just we're just hoping to be able to pull um, from the Minnesotas, the Michigans, the Iowas, the Indianas, some of the best AMs there, and get them to come to Chicago for this event. So mm-hmm. that's the goal. Um, I use the analogy: it's going to be the modern day Chicago Open without professionals, just AMs. <laughs> so that's the goal. That's the that's the big big picture. That's the the outlook that we have. Oh yeah. We just want to straight crush it with, you know, um, these one day event tournaments. Um, and then other than that, Rob, do we have any other tournaments? I know we have 10 in-person events throughout the year. Right. Yeah. I think the only two we're forgetting are the golf shows, which are coming up, but in terms of like actual events, those are, those are about it. I believe. Yeah, I mean, hopefully down the road with the seventy opening, we can do a little, little meet and greet there as well. That is a definite. For those of you that missed last episode, so sub seventy aside from their HQ in Sycamore, they're opening a fitting center in downtown Sycamore. It's called the Seventy. Uh, it's got two bays, two hitting bays, a putting green, a bar, of course, uh, but they're launching you know, a, uh, an opening day. And then there's been talks about, you know, having some type of, you know, fitting day or some type of party there. So mm-hmm. we're all for that. Um, the building's insane. You guys are going to love it. But um, I think that's for the most part. Ooh, going back to the Ryder Cup, Rob. Yep. This is a big announcement. This is breaking news. Breaking, breaking news. Breaking news. So, Considering the West Side Tour won last year's inaugural Ryder Cup, the Ryder Cup location is on the West Side Tour. Yep. That, I like that. Yeah, that course. So it's it's like 99.9% finalized. The contract hasn't been signed yet, so that's why I don't want to say anything. But it's – I'll give you a hint – it has 27 holes and it's in the western suburbs so good luck and a ridiculous <laughs> clubhouse <laughs> yes yes a very ridiculous clubhouse um so yeah the the Ryder cup's going to be awesome this year hopefully uh you know we have the the same kind of match we did last year where west side Let's see. They won by one a half a point, I think, or maybe one full point. I think it was one point. It was unbelievable, the ending. Um, so, yeah, that wraps up the 2022 event schedule. Um, we anticipate having the schedule absolutely finalized by the end of this week. The golf show in Florida kind of threw a wrench in our plans. Um I didn't think as many GMs would be going as they did. I got a lot of auto reply emails this week, a lot of, you know, voicemails. So we apologize, sit tight. There's only a couple more courses. I was going to say, I was going to say we're pretty close. We're like 99.1% finalized. 
Um, right. So we're hoping to go over that schedule next week. We'll probably just throw something up on the screen, do a quick overview. Um, but yeah, that wraps up the 2022 events. And that brings us right into the um, Book It With T for the AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am. All right, let's hear it. Who do you like this week, Rob? I'm going to have to say Spieth bouncing back. I'm kind of hoping that. I think you and T are on the same page this week. Yes. So T has got his long shot, his Redmond, 200 to 1. <laughs> Kisner, 40 to 1. Kiz. McNeely, again, 25 to 1. Spieth, 18 to 1. And his pick to win it, Cantlay, seven to one. And you could book it with T. Nice. I did see uh, a lot of people had Cantley winning. Yeah. I I don't know what to think about that guy, man. Cantley, that is not T. T's my guy. <laughs> uh, Cantley, something about him. I just I don't know. He just doesn't really do it for me. I just think he's so boring. Like I think his I think his apparel was so boring. Like he just, yeah. And not a fan, huh? No, I mean, I, 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 so let's put it this way. I do enjoy like his golf game, like the result of his golf game. You just don't like him as a person? <laughs> no, I mean, I just, yeah, I don't, maybe because he's not, he doesn't have like, maybe just because he's very quiet and like he's not as, you know, edgy. I don't know what it is. And I, well, I know for a fact his apparel stinks. He wears like, you know, khakis from like the early 2000s. Wait, this coming from Corduroy's? This Corduroy's boy? coming from Corduroy's. Anybody out there oh. who doesn't like jeans, listen, Corduroy's are in. <laughs> corduroy's stretchy, are, stretchy Corduroy's. Stretchy waistband Corduroy's. <laughs> Rob saw a pair of my Corduroy's a couple weeks ago. He almost fell over. Um, I didn't know he was such a, a fashion nova, but I'm telling you, jeans stink. They're uncomfortable. They're hard as a rock. They're just, I haven't, unless I have to wear jeans, I'm not wearing jeans. So I, I, I rock corduroys, rock khakis. I actually, speaking of, you'll see my new, um, my new pair of pants um, on Friday. Or Saturday, actually. But I went, I went a little crazy. We went a little overboard. So I was at the uh, simulator at Ridge on Friday. Okay. And I ran into our very own Ryan O'Malley. And we were in there shooting the shit. And somehow pants got brought up. And O was like, dude, check these out. Lululemon. Best pants I've ever worn. I was going to say Lululemon because you're probably like the third person that's talked about them for golf pants. Listen, he was like, I wear them for everything. He's like, wear them for work. And they're really, right. they're really nice looking. And I like, I felt them and I was sold, but here's the issue. I've been dealing with Lululemon packages coming to this house for like the last three years. And I hated Lululemon. And then I also hated how, 
once I saw the price tag, I'm like, this is, oh, oh yeah. So a pair of pants were like 130 bucks. I know. Yeah. But they should be here uh, tomorrow. So we'll have to give, you'll have to let me know what you think on next week's episode. I don't, I don't have to seem to tell you what I think of them, but I'll save it for next week's episode. Hey man, I just, my thing is, so going back, like, I have like two pairs of golf pants, but they're like legitimate golf pants where there's like the split at the bottom so they can go over your shoe. Like I can't wear those out. You know what I mean? Like there needs to be some type of universal pant. And I think this is it. So you decided to go with Lululemon as your universal pant. I'm giving it a try. What color? Navy. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. What do you think I went with? Like white? I mean, you wear corduroys. I can't. I mean, nothing would surprise me. God, man, catching slack from from the corduroys. I'm telling you, the corduroys are in, man. They're so comfy. Anyways, let's let's dive. Let's 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 move on. And you know what we're moving on to, right? Yeah. Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you ready? I am ready for the top three. Hit me. All right. What are your top three pants? <laughs> that would have been funny. That would have been a really good one. <laughs> no, my top three for you are what are your top three clubs you've ever had in your life right now? Your three favorite clubs. Like my- going back to when ever it's going back to when you're a kid like what were your three what are your three favorite clubs you've ever had in your bag Ooh, that is a good one rob i'm gonna have to go you're gonna hate my number three my number three is my current putter the phil really the odyssey yeah okay. just the look of it speaking of update i've inquired about the sub 70 007, I believe it is. 007, yes. Is it the 007 or the 004? I'm pretty sure it's the 007. I was going to ask you about that. Yeah, I've been looking into that. That's very sexy, only because mine is like, you know, chipped up and beat up. And um, plus, yeah, like I said, it's it's a great looking putter. So I've inquired about that. So that, that number three hole could, could essentially change but for now it's it's the fill flat stick at number three the okay. right. number two is the adams tight lie fairway wood mm. and number one is the taylor made bubble driver do we have yes the, do we have the same number one no but i i i love that answer because so it's funny um Honorable mention is the tight lies because when me and Vince worked at they Pawpaw, were the best. they were the best. But when we worked at Pawpaw, there was this uh, uh, guy that worked there, Jason and Jason Sweet, and he built clubs on the side for people, right? Yeah. But it was like, it was, um, you know, I guess not knockoffs, but like, I guess knockoffs, right? They were cheaper, but, you know, they're same look, same feel, but they were just, you know, but he built them from scratch for you. So he, there was a, I forgot the name of it, but it was, um, 
it was just, it was essentially a tight lie. It was a three wood, and he built one for Vince and one for me. And that whole summer, man, that thing was awesome. So, but um, my three hole would be the um, Taylor made burner, the original one, the burner bubble. Cause I remember my dad coming home from work one day and he got me the driver, the three wood and the five wood. And I was ecstatic. Oh, so yeah. the three wood, was, the three wood was my favorite out of that. So that's my three hole. The old, There's a the old bronze copper. Oh, it was awesome. It was awesome. The, the grip was terrible. Yeah. The grip was terrible, but it was still awesome. Um, two, there's a theme here. Two, my second, my second favorite club of all time is um, do you remember the Titleist 910 FD three wood? It was like that driving three wood. It was a smaller kinda, head. Yeah, kind of. It was a really it was essentially a strong three wood. Yeah. But that was my favorite. And then my number one would have to be um my first purchase was like the Scotty Cameron Newport Pro Platinum Select. Got it fitted and everything. So that would be my top three. Is that your gamer currently? No, no, no. That's that's an that's an old putter. My my gamer right now is the uh, Golo three. Oh yeah, you have the spider. I the, well, I have the spider, but I have the Tyler's Golo three, the mid mallet. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, sometimes I think I'm brain dead. Why don't you game the Scotty Camera? Uh, it's more of because I like the the goal the spider obviously and the goal of three, um, but more of essentially just because the spider has been so hot. I've even looked into the spider X in the last week or so. Yeah. Got my just got my brain, you know, racing. It was funny because on Friday, Sweetens Cove opened up their season passes yeah. for the rest of the year. It's a lottery. So I got on there Friday night and just like couldn't get anything. Their site, they know they have a problem, but their e-commerce site is just terrible. Like everything freezes. So all the tickets passes sold out with a matter of like two or three minutes. I mean, there's so much outrage. If you went on Twitter, it was pretty funny, but in turn, it got me looking into, um, into uh, Pinehurst for their packages. Um, and they're not bad, man. They're not bad at all. A three, a two night stay, three round play. It's very affordable. What, um, what time frame? So we were looking at um, end of April, you know, beginning of May, and um, yeah, it was. I think because you have like six places, five or six places to choose from on the property. They all honestly vary in price, but the um, included your food, like you know. Um, and then the three rounds, and then obviously they had like a asterisk for if you want to play Pioneer's number two, it's like an extra 195 or something like that. But I mean, it's all very reasonable, I think. But in turn, it also got me looking in to the Spider X because it got my brain turning, and then it was whatever. So, but do they have do they have it to where you can custom choose at Pinehurst, like what which courses you want to play, or is that all? No, I believe so. I think it's um, we had a a buddy go in October. They went for like five days, um, and you could just do add-ons. It's like a you know a la carte. You could add more rounds. Obviously, you're going to build your price up, but I'm pretty sure you could pick the courses and obviously the cradle and stuff like that. But like I said, they had like a little 
legal asterisks about if you want to do number two, it's like an extra 195 bucks. Yeah. Uh, Ray, Ray Lons was just out there too. One of our- oh, that's right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Southside tour guy. Um, he actually, so I saw a picture of him on Instagram or maybe Twitter, but he was with Yurko and I'm like, mm-hmm. I side texted. He's like, yeah, he's a part of the group. They're just kind of wild. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I need to get out to, to Pinehurst ASAP. Yeah, no, it was, um, I was surprised. I mean, I think it ranged from like 1500 for the three day for the package all the way to like 1700, but you know, without all the prices changed on what place you chose to stay at like a villa or whatnot. So, right. I think, uh, I heard the other day Bandon for 2023 is pretty much already like sold out. Yeah, I did. I saw that too. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, the one dude that I play with, he he went this past summer, and they tried to book for this year, couldn't book for 2022 for the summer, and they said they probably couldn't book for 2023. So I thought that was nuts. Nuts. And then, you know, just wait until they're done with this new course. Like that place, I mean, that place is going to be booked out like two years in advance now. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, what a what an unbelievable episode. A lot happened. Great top three. Until next, <laughs> until next time, Rob. We'll uh well, we'll see. Yeah, we hope to see you guys at the golf show though, for sure. Yeah. Good call. So this Friday through Sunday, we got the Tinley Park golf show. Especially you South Side Tour guys and even your your lower West Side Tour guys. Come on out to the Tinley Park Convention Center. That's uh Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Come see us. We're in a booth. You know, we haven't been in front of anybody um, since this thing all started. It's all been via word of mouth or social media. So we're super excited to get in front of people that have never heard of the Chicago Golf Tour. So come be a part of that. Um, If you tell us that you listen to this podcast, there's a good chance you might get a free towel. So come see us. All right, Rob. Nice. We'll see you in the fairway. See you in the fairway, Tom. See you, buddy.